feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. Uh, we are already at the end of January, if, if you can believe that. Like, the new year started, and we're already one month in to the new year. And um, it went really fast, but we we shared some really amazing topics this month. Um, I had a chance to be able to kind of share from that New Year's perspective, again, how to be able to start to develop your own brand, how to be able to have that brand powerfully work for you, not just in your business life, but in all of your life. Because I know a lot of my listeners are uh, mini entrepreneurs, big entrepreneurs, or working in a corporate environment and looking to also create and develop their own identity within the corporation that they work for. So we had a great uh, opportunity to be able to talk about brands. We talked with Devro from uh, Australia on an amazing vegan product line. And we talked with Andrew from uh, my uh, skin advantage um, or skin age advantage skin. And he was incredibly informational about the types of ingredients that I think as consumers confuse us but because there's a particular index that um, needs to be established in order for products to be managed and, uh, you know, and approved and qualified and FDA'd and all that stuff, that um, he really provided some insight to us that what we think sounds like chemicals is actually um, good for us. And it's just the way that it's being described. Um, I'm looking for a company that's willing to not only take that Inca data on a skincare product, but also then break it down to what that plant or that essence is of it so that we can start feeling better informed um, in regards to what it is that we are putting in our bodies and on our skin. Now, next month, February, we're transferring into some amazing women that um, are what we're calling the Empowering Women Month. And I, um, I've got some great guests and I'm very excited to be able to share each of these women with you because they've done some amazing and some powerful things. And then one of the opportunities that I have available um, is I'm going to be speaking. I want a speaker talent search contest um, that was very fun. And I had now have the opportunity to go present at a program called Spring Forward 2019. And it's February 23rd in Concord, California. I'll make sure that I post this information on my social sites, as well as in this feed, because we're on Facebook Live right now. Uh, maybe we're not. Hold on. Let me get that going. We're almost on Facebook Live. Perfect. And then I'll get that set up, but I'll make sure that that goes on the feed as well. And if you're interested, if you're in that Northern California market or you're in somewhere in that area that you'd like to come join us, it's $97 to come in. And it's, I'm one of the many fantastic speakers that are going to be there to be able to um, share insights on transformation. And it's also going to incorporate some of uh, the authors from our latest book, Empowering You, Transforming Lives. And we're going to be doing a panel with some of the authors um, in regards to the writings of this book that we've all contributed to, which will be great as well. So again, more information on that. I'm going to reset up Facebook Live here because it doesn't get... Now, if 
February is all about empowering women. I do not want my guest today to be cheated out of that. So she's right on the cusp, the very last day of January and into February. And we're going to classify her as one of the empowering women, too, on our show today. And I'd like you to meet Sally Ann Bliss. Now, Sally Ann is from England, and she's very passionate about all things under the umbrella of health, nutrition, beauty, and skincare. So we're going to hear an array of information that I think is going to be critical for us to be able to really find that beautiful balance going into this year and to be able to look at ways that we can be as youthful um, as possible and have less stress as possible because Sally Ann's got a great story which she's going to share with us right now. So welcome Sally Ann. Thank you. Hi, thanks very much for having me on. It, uh, I've been listening to your show for the last couple of weeks and it seems really strange now that I'm actually speaking. <laughs> I'm glad to have you here. I know that we originally met at um, a skin conference. Yes. And, um, and you were sharing with me this particular product that I was fascinated with because I'm always looking for ways to be more youthful without it having to be about injections and stuff going in me in order to look more youthful. So I know we're going to share that as we kind of progress along um, with our time today. But what I'd like you to do now is I'd love for you to share a little bit of us about your story, because I did kind of um, bio you that you were from England, but now you're in Sedona, Arizona. So there's got to be a really good story there from London to Sedona and how that whole transformation took place for you. There is. And I've been here now for four years. I've been visiting for nearly seven years. And I was in London. I was in the skincare industry. I had my own skincare range of products. So I had an organic range that had um, come out as a result of meningitis when I was about 27. Um, So I'd been left there with this body that had been blasted with antibiotics, yet Mm -hmm. saved my life. Um, And really, it was putting my life back together. So I'd developed this range of skincare products and worked in the medical industry um, on there. But I was really focusing more on the external side of beauty. And the success of my business had sort of pushed me up in fact it grew too fast if anybody can say that because the the products I'm a cosmetic scientist and seem to understand very well what their clients wanted what the spas wanted but it was leaving me um jaded and exhausted and in need of a lot of self-medication so you know there was that traditional glass of wine every evening um I was bringing up a my son um on my own and working and living in London at a a very fast pace so I was on a bit of a a hamster wheel as a a child I was born and grew up in London however my my parents in their wise wisdom decided to give me a better life so they moved outside of London and I lived this good life of organic, nurturing, home-cooked. I did not know what a tin of something was. If it didn't come out of the earth and it wasn't making noises in fields and things, that's that's how I grew up um, on that. I felt my parents hated me and my life had come to an end <laughs> at the time. I must say... And how old were you at this time? 
I was about 10, 11, and I was a competitive gymnast and um, dancer and ballerina. And, you know, London was my home. The, everything was there. And they took me to a place that my driveway was one mile long and the nearest village was 10 miles. So <laughs> in this impressionable age, um, I just thought, oh my goodness me, you know, how cruel can my parents be to me? I mean, I'm eternally grateful because this set my foundation of my health. And um, for me, it's, it's just very natural to want to choose um, organic products that go into my body. I, I understand the benefit of that. And it, I can't eat any processed food. And I, I do realize, especially being in Sedona now, you, you can see the benefits of that. But um, back to my story as to how I ended up in Sedona, um, it, I, came, I have a love of Arizona. There's something about it that grabbed me. I lived in America uh, in my 20s. And um, I went back home. I took my son back home for the English education. I felt that was my duty as a mother to him. But I, I just loved Arizona. And you can take the girl out of Arizona, but you couldn't take Arizona out of me. So I came back for a month every year. And I, I was visiting friends. And I got really bittersweet, tragic news that my father had been killed in a car crash in London. So my friends didn't know what to do with this Brit who's in a different country. It's four o'clock in the morning. So they said, hey, let's take her to Sedona. So they took me to Sedona via a Mexican breakfast place, of which I have to say I was drunk by 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> and they took me to <laughs> Sedona. It's not a normal behavior, but under those circumstances. Um, they took me to Sedona and I... I just got this, I can't explain it other than this overwhelming, I belong. Mm. And despite everything that I was doing in London and all the accolade I had, I felt like an outsider in my own life. And being in Sedona, and I, you know, I then started weighing this up. Okay, is this this emotional? Are you on a traveler? You're in a beautiful place. It's holiday. It all looks nice. Well, I'm blessed to have traveled the world and I took my son around the world by the time he was nine. I'm an avid traveler, but never had I felt I belong and I'm going to stay. So I kind of fought with it for a while. And then I went, oh, heck, let's just surrender into this and come over here. So I came over and thought, no, I'm going to go home. And I just sold everything up. I, my friends... My family all think I really had that midlife crisis, that mental breakdown. It was the sanest action I'd ever done in my entire life. I was choosing to do things for myself. I got to that point in life where we often make decisions. It's either the mortgage on the house. It was my business or my staff. It was my son and his education. It was my partner and his job. There was always something else that was in the mix for why I make these decisions. Well, all of those had kind of gone. My son didn't need me on a daily basis. I mean, he still needs me very much. Um, I was separated. My business had grown to a point it was perfect to sell, and I think it's great to, to try something new. So I picked up two suitcases and came to Sedona. Oh, wow. 
That's a that's a big change. And how old how old was your son at this point? He was 25 and I actually asked his permission. It was very funny. Somebody said to me, "Have you asked Lucas how he feels about you moving?" And I went, "Oh my goodness, no. I I hadn't even considered him." So we sat down and had this very adult conversation and I said, "How do you feel about me going?" And I hear it as clear as day. Mum, if we lived in utopia, we wouldn't be going. We don't live in utopia. Uh, if you have what a given answer to me and everybody else, he said, I want you to pursue your happiness. And it was like I had his blessing. It, it was double edged because it was like, wow, who is this wise person? And <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to me. Yeah, that's funny because I mean that's that's I mean obviously it wasn't as big of a move for me to go from Phoenix to Atlanta, but you know I still had to check in with my son, like you know, and he's like, it's like no, mom, this is your time now. Yeah, and that's really healthy that boys because I really think it's important our parenting and you know we're setting on the generation and how they interact with with people, and I think you know I have been on a spiritual path all my life, but. People always saw me kind of more as the outsider because I was more skewed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm a shapeshifter. I can blend into any situation. So if I'm in a formal party, hey, I'll be all of that. But my foundations I chose to be, as my son calls me, he says, Mom, you're such a hippie. Um, <laughs> well, people could, people could say that being in Sedona, there's still a lot of that hippie going on there. Yeah, hence I've been so comfortable and happy in my my natural element. So it's it's showing up as who you are, and it, all part of that is was empowering. You mentioned the empowering is me stepping back into my life. I had been serving, and you know I do believe we're here to serve in a way, and that gives us purpose and great satisfaction internally. But it was actually serving myself and doing yeah. something for me and that took me two years to kind of get my head around so yes whilst I made the move to come to Sedona and I was all yeah I know what I'm doing it's all fine it's going to be great it was like wow what have I done I don't know anybody they speak a different language I mean I know we speak the same language but culture and, mm-hmm. and everything has been very different and I am I had to let go of England to settle in here. Um, and I now consider myself very much settled here and a local um, on that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, if, if anybody has not been to Sedona, it is worth the trip because, you know, when you, when you shared that there was that moment where you got there and you're like, I belong. Um, there's a lot of people that have that feeling with Sedona. It's, it's, there's some magical connection with a lot of people there. And, um, you know, it was easy growing up in Phoenix. That was always a go-to place that we would end up at and, you know, journey to. Um, and there was always something special about it from, you know, from very early on to even today. So it, it does, it does have something magical, but I think that that some of that magic was, you know, this transformation for you in light of a tragedy um, and, you know, and you really looking at your life, I loved what you shared before we actually went on and were live was, um, that, 
oh gosh, I don't even remember how you said it, but it was, you know, it was, it was something in, in the, in the reference of you were doing all this and realized none of it was mattering. None of it made that much of a difference. Yes. Yes. So so to the outside world, it seemed that I had achieved, you know, this is culture life in England. You know, I had everything that seemed right and had achieved all the work accolade and everything, but something was just hugely missing. I felt like I was an outsider in my own life. I was kind of voyeur looking in and there was just a big chunk of me that didn't feel placed and and the stress levels inside me were building up and I felt like I was on this hamster wheel and it was almost robotic. I got up, I did everything and I I, I think I probably had left my body to some extent I was still close by because I've popped back in and I feel like I've jumped back into the driver's seat of my my life and I'm now taking it forward and I that makes every cell in my body smile and feel and all the decisions I'm making I'm making choices and I feel that freely we hand over that power in our life and I have a lot of Middle Eastern friends And I look at what they have to go through. And I'm like, we are Western women with all these choices, all these rights. Yet Mm -hmm. we financially, emotionally, medically, um, every single aspect of our life. And I mean this from health. When I say showing up, it's like if you have something wrong with you, nine times out of ten, you can address it by how you live and how you eat. That's if you choose to. But Or you can take Big Pharma and just dumb the senses and go on. But if you want to get to the root cause um, on there, and, and drugs to me more are as a support, as a last choice um, on there, um, that we really need to show up and address those, those things. And the rewards for being healthy are externally, our hair, our skin, longevity. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of me on Facebook I had a girlfriend over and we were just reminiscing and we were showing each other pictures. And I said to her, you've got to look at this picture because I'm trying to explain to her my journey in Sedona, what it's done to me and how I feel. And there's a picture of me 10 years ago and she looked at me and went, wow, you're soulless. Your eyes are dead, your skin. You look 10 years younger now than I did Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. So you talk about you talk about this um, this place and and I we hear it a lot and I and I want you to kind of dive deeper as we go into our second segment of our show here, but let's tap into it a little bit right now. This cultivating this mind body balance, you know. I mean, I I think a lot of people think that it's woo woo, and we don't know how to achieve this. And sure, we can use great skincare and and eat organic foods, but there's a little bit more to it, isn't there? There's a lot more to it. It's this synergy of emotional, physical, and spiritual. And just if we want to touch on the mind, if you have a repetitive thought in your head, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, fear overtakes your whole body. Your Mm -hmm. cells are not communicating. You start to get a flush, so you're not going to get oxygen going, so you're not going to look as radiant. But you're also telling your brain you cannot. So you're already pre-programming your brain. You cannot. If you go, I can, I can, I can, but then not be attached to the outcome. So, for instance, it's like, I can, I can, I can. 
But if you don't achieve fully, don't set the standards too high or or un, unachievable, and that yeah. if you achieve something, it it takes you in a different direction. And everything that I've done in my life, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. I think I started at about nine years of age. I would take gymnastic classes for all my local um, friends. I was lucky enough to train at Avondale, which was where we trained for the Olympics. I didn't make it, but I was so fortunate to oh, be that's awesome. good yeah. gymnast and be there. But I wanted to share that with everybody. So I would go and buy these necklaces we used to have with candy on and use my pocket money to buy things, train people and reward them with things for to, to show them that mm-hmm. they can do that. Um, so it is that power of the mind. It, it's really a, a seesaw. You want to go, I can't, or you want to go, I can. And that's just one small aspect um, on that. I mean, I, I was told at 26, I would not make 30 without surgery on my back. I had a riding accident followed by a car crash. Um, I'm proud to say I'm 55, no surgery. Um, and it's all through yoga. I had 65% disability in my body. I mean, I can put my hands flat on the floor now. I can do headstands, handstands. I can do crazy stuff still. Um, but when I started, I I wasn't as flexible. It's that persistent showing up. You don't go to the gym and get the five pack on the first less on the first session. You have to build up to that. And that's where rituals of epigenetics for me is changing past programming and things that have happened. To do that, you've got to do something. It's got to be an idea. You've got to do it. You've got to repeatedly do it. Then it becomes a habit. And then there happens the change um, on that. Yeah. I can, sorry, quickly throw that back to the muscles on the face. If you look at a kid when they smile, they don't get the lines like we do, but if because it's more elasticity in there, they haven't got the stress, the programming, the face shows all that stress that we go through. Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, just you know, I flew from Phoenix to Atlanta just today, and I can see the effects of it on my face today because it just is very dehydrating, and you know, you and I'm just like trying to pound water and pound water and just, you know, catch up and everything. But I feel de- I feel dehydrated too from all of that. So we understand that there's a mind element. And, and I think that the mind element is a, is, is, a, is a really big topic today because I think we're assuming that we have these certain beliefs. But are these beliefs truly how we feel or are, are these beliefs being externally influenced by us and then causing us to have this additional stress in our lives or react to certain things in certain ways. We're a little crazy right now, I think, as society. You know, I love the body part that, you know, the, I can attest to yoga too. It was one of the most powerful things that I did to feel whole and complete. You know, then you've got the spirit side of it. And, and I think what we'll do is after we come back from our break here, we'll talk about the, the external part of it and that spiritual side of it as well. But let's tap into the spirit side right now. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people were disregarding this. There seems to be controversy in all areas of what we consider the difference between religion and spirit. But I think that, and you know, Sedona has a, a very spiritual existence. 
It's very spiritual. And on that element, people, I, I can see where people sort of, there's, there's gurus and there's different people. For me, I believe in Sadhguru. All of us have the guru within us. All the answers are within us. And we just have to align. It isn't like one place, one person is going to give us all the answers. So this is back to us getting in and digging in deep. And I really have to had to cross some very painful barriers and go mm. dig deeper. And I got to this point of one of my mantras was, I surrender, I surrender. And I remember... As crazy as it sounds, but I'm in Sedona, so it doesn't sound crazy. Shouting at the moon one evening, I surrender. What's wrong? I'm surrendering. Why is everything kind of still um, just chaotic or not feeling right or, or whatever? And I hadn't actually truthfully, because we have this little voice in us that will protect us and keep us from going deep, deep into it's survival. It is, and it you know it's not wrong, and that's that's how it is, and that's where we. But really it does feel like a fight at times as a human being. So that survival instinct and that ability to go deeper and release and surrender and allow and believe. Yeah, believe in ourselves and believe that. Sometimes when something goes wrong, and I do think, you know, that there is this, the Buddhist way, don't become attached to the outcome. And I kind of agree that, but it's very difficult. For instance, in relationships, you don't meet the man of your dreams and think, oh, well, you know, if he walks off with somebody else tomorrow, that's fine. It's not like that. You want to spend the rest of your life together and be there. So there is a vision of that, but it's kind of knowing that if things do change and they don't work, it's because there is something else and that wasn't aligned so well for you and not harboring on it. We hang on to it. Like that one thought that we <laughs> yes, have. we do. <laughs> we have, have 70,000 thoughts a day, 70,000 thoughts a day, and 80% of those are negative. So it's the old, I love this parable about a monk and I heard this in yoga and this is one of the things I love about yoga is you set your intentions and it puts you in a good mindset. But briefly it was about the two monks, they come down to the river, there's a woman sat at the river, one monk asks, what's wrong, can I help you? He picks her up and carries her across the river because she can't cross it. The two monks are walking along, the other monk said, why did you pick that woman up? It's against your belief. And he said, I put that woman down half an hour. Are you still carrying her? We carry everything mm-hmm. with us. But I mm-hmm. do think it's good to go through the emotion. I think if we, this is where spiritual gets confused. People think you shouldn't have emotions. You shouldn't have pain. You shouldn't hurt. You shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't be angry. Uh, I mean, Gandhi's um, nephew, not nephew, grandson, wrote a book on the power of anger. Um, it these are all human things that our bodies are there and we should let those pass through our body and go through the emotion. Just don't two months later be still angry, but it's right. Yeah. If somebody hurts us, yes, we're going to hurt and we're going to be angry. And we're going to, that is that, that my belief in that Sally Ann is that that's where spirit exists. And if the spirit can't continually evolve and heal and grow, I guess, 
then it's like this constant battle with us as a human of trying to just live our life and be present out there in the world. And, and yeah, stuff's going to happen, but we have to to feel our way through it. A key word you said, present. I think we're not present when we don't have the emotions being present when, when we have them, but yeah, we got to feel into it as, painful as it is but you know there is that expression it will pass it's it's like pain if you allow it to yes yes (laughs) if you allow it to it definitely will pass and then there is that relief and that release that happens out of it when we can we can get through you know and and I say stages of grief because something can feel bad and you might just need to grieve it might be a five minute grieve or it might be a five day grieve but you know, there's always this this part of us that we have to grieve things in in uh, feeling disappointed or feeling unwanted or or like you said, you didn't belong to now you feel like you do belong. Um, we're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, I want to be able to talk about um, what you've one of the things that you've created, which is you know the bliss method, and um, and it kind of encompasses a lot of different things and there's some unique offerings that you'd like to be able to share with our listeners as well. Um, but uh, I want to hear more because I'm loving the conversation that we're have. So everybody stay with us. I know we're still live on Facebook at this point. So stay with us on Facebook too. And if you have some questions for Sally Ann, please pop those onto the Facebook page at Bonnie Bonadeo um, and be sure to join me each and every week as we um, go live on Facebook page. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. 
Cat Talk Radio every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. We are finalizing our last day of January here, and we are meeting with Sally Ann Bliss. And, you know, Sally Ann, she's a pro in the skincare industry. It's, it's one of the areas that she became an expert in. And over the course of these decades, she's successfully established her own clinics in the U.K., um, created organic skincare opportunities, became a brand ambassador. She's a keynote speaker and really looking to influence the consumer market in not just skincare, but kind of the, the whole nurturing process of, you know, mind, body, spirit. And of course, in alignment with what is what's really classified as beauty from the inside out. Sally Ann currently lives in the Mecca healing environment of Sedona, Arizona, one of my favorite places to be and continues to facilitate um, some global uh, conversations, workshops, and trainings um, for professionals and individuals. And we kind of got on the path here, Sally-Ann, on the first segment of just being able to kind of look at where we're at, you know, as consumers and as humans, where we're at and where we get stuck. Where do you want to take this next conversation to? Well, I really think it's, I want to empower the consumers that they they have a little more direction in their choice and to recognize that it isn't just, you know, I'm, I, my personal choice is no fillers and Botox, but if people do that, it isn't just doing that. It isn't just going and having a laser treatment. And, you know, I do recognize as we get older, we need um, more intense treatments. We need radiofrequency. We need laser. We need to trigger those cells to communicate. But it's the healthy environment that the skin is in. All those platforms and modalities work much better for you. So to make you understand that there's an awful lot you can do at home yourself, and that's not to take away from the professional. Mm. I just think, you know, we looking if we look at our parents at the age of 50, we're looking 10 years younger. You know, 50 is the new 40, 40 is the new 30. It, it's on there. The standards are raising. And when I started in the industry, I, I used to laugh when people say, oh, we can turn back the clock, we can do this, because really you couldn't do that much. Mm-hmm. But wow, now you can. And I am actually doing some consulting with one company, which is super, super exciting. Um, in the next couple of months, there's um, I'm doing some trials and research with that. It's fresh out of Korea, which is where we really do get uh, a lot of the, the cutting edge. But I want to let people know that we can take 
more responsibilities for our skin and what we can do. And it isn't just the facialist that can do massage techniques um, on our skin. I'm actually launching a new uh, facial online facial to show people how we can activate the pressure points like acupuncture. We can use our fingers and activate those pressure points. And I mean, Japanese women, Chinese women, Korean women have been doing this for, for ages and they're ageless um, on that. So ageless beauty is, is something I want people to guess my age, but understand health um, of that, all the contributing factors on that. So if somebody came into clinic for a treatment, I wouldn't necessarily, if they came in and said, I want this pill, I wouldn't just give that to them because it depends how they live. It's their environment that they live in, their mm -hmm. lifestyle, their diet, um, and you know the physical, spiritual practice that they can have will all add to it. Athletes these days don't just go in and run a race and you know just train. They have a whole host of different things that they put together to give you that extra part and I think it's not vanity I don't believe beauty is vanity it's the first thing that people see about us if we look good feel good we emit a higher frequency mm -hmm. and if you look at somebody down the street that's smiling you smile back if somebody's frowning like this it kind of sets you back and it doesn't can it's not a conducive environment to to be happy and go into a meeting so I think beauty is a very important part of of how we are I, I don't see it as a, a vanity yeah what are some of the rituals that you do your daily rituals or some things that you do at home in order to kind of maintain you know this ageless beauty approach because I think we are I mean the technology like you said is phenomenal nowadays with beauty products and beauty treatments um, but I think you're right I think it's Am I eating right? Am I am I exercising? Am I healthy by mind? Am I am I giving myself that time off that I need to rejuvenate myself, or am I working you know seven days a week? Um, you know, all of that is going to take an effect, and we're going to be like, oh, the quick fix is Botox. But I'm curious, what are some things we can do? Quick fixes have short term. It's the long term when you change your lifestyle. I mean, I get up. That's probably because I'm a yogi and I live in Sedona, but I'm and I'm um, I'm 55, so I don't sleep much. So I do get up at four o'clock and I have a whole ritual of I will be grateful before I even step out of my bed. So I mm. lay in my bed and I say as many things as come into my head that I am truly grateful um, for me that I'm I'm blessed to have. Um, I then have a cup of tea. Um, I'm very much into my crystal bowls, tuning forks. Um, I do yoga for 10 minutes uh, because it's a great time to exercise also when the body's been in starvation. It's all about the intermittent fasting. So I'll do my yoga, which brings me into breathing. Breath work also puts the mind into a balance, gets my left and right hand brain working. I will read every day. I read for 20 minutes to half an hour a subject I choose to, which is growth on there. And keeping it real, you said about people that are so busy, we run around and, you know, I, I've been there. I, I chose to put myself first and make time 
in them. And sometimes my life will get fanatic and busy. And I have to remind myself, I have to step back and go, wow, I need all these things mm-hmm. more in my life now because I'm busy. But the first thing that we give up is the things for ourselves. Now, why is we that? Do. If we you do. jump in your car and you don't service it and gas put gas in it, you think your car's going to run for you? It's not. If you don't put gas in the car, it's not going to get out the garage. Um, it will stop after a while. You'll go along for a while, but it will just come to a halt. So we really do. That investment is not a selfish investment. It's not a, a short-lived, but the healthier you are, the better you are. I've, I have a nutritionist here, um, a naturopath here, that's really changed my diet radically. I'm crippled with, I was, with arthritis to the point pain was really terrible and it was in my mind all the time. I don't have that arthritic pain. I don't have all the the side effects from that. That was just changing my diet. It was hard. It wasn't easy. But anything that comes too easy is like, okay, it's it's not long-lasting. It's not going to stay there any relationship you have to put effort into to keep it so everything we do is a relationship so looking and caring for our skin I also massage my face every day as I was talking about the acupressure point so when I'm in treatment I'm also visualizing nice things and telling the cells that they're hydrated I'm actually visualizing the cells communicating and I do the same with myself, but that investment to me is a, a long-term showing up that I'm going to live longer. I want to feel good. I want quality of life. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to just be here. Um, now I've tasted my Sedona life and how life really is when you're fully present. It's, it's something I will always stay in tune. But as I say, don't get me wrong, I will veer off and life comes just because you you dedicate and take a spiritual path as a completely part of your life doesn't mean to say bumps don't come in the road. It's just how you address them and deal with them. Yeah, it's it's kind of like trying to achieve that lifestyle, but then we still have busy lives and there is, we do have to make a priority for it. And if you, you know, if you kind of break it down, like, uh, uh, and you'll hear more about this on the February 14th show, because I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing my own show and my fiance is going to be interviewing me. Um, and we're going to have another listener now. Yeah. And we're going to share a little bit of our love story because I definitely don't want people to not believe in love because, you know, love transformed me as well. Um, but it was really, we looked at it, we, we went away to, um, to the Caribbean islands and we felt, we felt awful. We felt out of shape. We felt like we just didn't have the energy and, you know, to, to be as active and as flexible as we wanted to be in, in that type of environment. And we came back and said, really, we can do this. We can, we can work out. We can eat better. Um, and we've been doing very well at that. But when we really looked at kind of like how much time out of our life it was taking, you know, we're doing, you know, I'm doing two hours a week or, you know, and I'm breaking that down into segments or, you know, two hours. That's not a lot of time, but it's enough to make an impact for me to be breathing, for me to be accelerating, for me to be being more flexible. 
um, there's getting lots, my heart rate up. Yeah. There's lots of ways you can you can bring it into your life. And I think that's the lifestyle change. It's like when you put your kettle on to boil for your cup of tea in the morning or, or whatever. Sorry, kettles, I know, are very English things. Uh, they're not <laughs> such an American thing. But, um, you know, you can touch, just stretch, touch your toes, do a five-minute stretch. If you're at work, have a yoga mat. Just you can get one from TK, TJ Maxx for 10 bucks. Keep it under your desk. Just lay it out on the floor and just do some cow-cat stretches. And, okay, if you're not even into yoga, don't worry about all that terminology. Lay on the floor and stretch. If it feels good, it's mm-hmm. you don't have to be in a yoga studio. You don't have to be that person that, you know, can end up in two. Just move your body and stretch. And if it feels good, it's doing you good. And just um, little bits and pieces that you can put in. You don't have to dedicate 10 hours a week going to yoga. Or run a marathon. It's it's, yeah. it's it's not about trying to, you know, gain that lifestyle of being able to run a marathon. Maybe that is what you want to do. But I'll never forget, I was watching this interview with Denzel Washington. And they were like, you know, you how do you stay in shape for these, you know, these roles that you're still playing, which have you being very active. And he says it used to be a lot of endurance and, you know, weightlifting and, and you know, very, very intense exercise. He goes, now I stretch. Because the stretching at my age has more value than working out really hard and hurting myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been an athlete all my life. I was a marathon runner. I invented horses. Um, So I, I know that and I'm kind of paying the price for it and stretching. If you said to me yoga was going to be my main form, I would have said no, it was mentally too slow for yeah. me. Which, yeah. you know, maybe in my 20s. Or not you know, aggressive enough, yeah. Yeah, it, it was. And we changed. That's the other thing is we changed. It doesn't have to be a bowl. It doesn't have to be one way or the other. There's no wrong or right. There's no, you hear people saying, oh, you've got to do it this way. You've got to do it that way. No, it's just if you resonate in some way with something, mm-hmm. fit it into your life. We're all, you know, busy nurses have to have a different program. Mums who have children at school during the day have a different program. Busy working people, we're all different. It's just, and that's why I'm trying to offer people advice. People say to me, if I say take supplements, and I'm going to ask them, are you going to take them? Because there's no point in me recommending supplements for somebody that's not going to take them. So there's lots of different ways we can make these small incremental changes that we do in our life every day and we'll feel better for it. And it's actually better to go gradually. If- yeah. Yeah. I, and I agree with all that. I, you know, there's that level of exercise. There's that, you know, um, the, what we're putting on our bodies externally to be able to enhance our beauty, what, how we're eating, um, all of that stuff. Like I believe in all of that and, and, and supplements too. I noticed that when I take, all these supplements that I've been recommended to take from a naturopath doctor and more of a holistic approach to things, I feel better. I have more energy. I have a tendency to want to choose um, the right type of foods and not go down the, you know, the eating the junk stuff because I feel as though my body's getting some balance in there. 
Yes, and it, it, it is that eating, that very wise to say that if you get too hungry and then you go to the store, you're just going to buy the first thing. <laughs> Never go to the store hungry. Even Whole Foods is dangerous hungry. Any store is dangerous <laughs> when you're hungry. So, yeah, I try to always out, take a great big glass of water or I'll have a banana or I always make sure I've got something there with me to, to go on there or make sure you've got snacks or do your choices so yes your your brain is thinking oh that chocolate I, I know it's organic and it's vegan but it looks really good and I end up I mean I chocolate. a little tiny bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> will you I, tell I, us Sally Ann will you tell us a little bit about the bliss method and and what exactly that entails. And then, of course, you know, how our listeners can, can tap into it and take advantage of some of the offerings. Um, so, sorry, I'm having a visitation. <laughs> I got a dog on my lap right now. I was going to say, that's not my tail. I haven't grown a tail. <laughs> so the Bliss Method really is, is because I have always, I came from, thanks to my parent, this really organic, natural way. I worked through the medical industry. I've had some great teachers in my life that I, and I've had a life that has been on all different levels. I really have an understanding of what we need to do, how we need to do, and I can demystify a lot of it there. So I'm trying to bring forward this way back to your your question like um you know how can we do all these different things so i'm trying to bring some clarity through and give people online programs of understanding cleansing your skin i mean i'm amazed at what i'm teaching people that have that are in the industry and professional on there so i want the consumer to understand so they can get past the marketing because everything Mm. you on the shelf you think you want because they've got great. It's true. It's true. I see every commercial and I'm like, oh, that looks like that would be good for me. Yeah. So to understand basically the ingredients as to, you know, why those are, why you don't want to be putting chemicals on your skin, simply because it's going to block the pores. It's going to cause that irritation. Most people that say to me they're sensitive are not sensitive per se. They're having a reaction to the products and even people that are using organic products or they're on you know good skincare they're overloading they're putting too much on Mm -hmm. or it's their environment i had one client who was a wonderful little yogi she was a raw food person um everything we couldn't work out why she was having this irritation on her skin so we had to dig even deeper and she lives here in sedona and she kept complaining about the heat and we, were, we had a hot summer this summer. It was pretty yeah. relentless for us, even in Sedona. Um, and I just said, do you have ceiling fans on? Do you have them on all night? Do you clean them? Um, is your AC on? And she said, yes. So we addressed that, got a humidifier in her room, um, and that changed. So there's lots of pieces to this, this puzzle. And I, I want people to walk into a store and not, be guilted into you need this you've got pigmentation oh my god pigmentation is like the worst thing you've got to be putting all these serums on and then do that and most of the education is brand education it's not how your skin acts how it works how you can prevent it people talk about sun products all the time i talk about antioxidants you put a sun product on a dry damaged unhealthy skin 
that sun product is not going to work effectively if you use antioxidants on your skin and make sure your skin is hydrated. It's already halfway there doing the job. So it's supporting. Mm, And I know, Sally, before we have to do a a, a close here in a couple of minutes, I know that there was something that you wanted to offer the uh, listeners to be able to tap into you and and, um, have access to some of the knowledge that you have. Yes, I mean, I would love to offer three people a one-on-one personal consultation where we address all these aspects in their life and it's personal to them and make the recommendations of how they can get the best out of their skin, health and nutrition on there. And Mm -hmm. so um, I've spoken with the company that I have just been collaborating with and working on their education And knowing that all products are not equal in the industry, just because they say they're vitamin C or they're vitamin A, it doesn't mean to say they're doing what they say on the tin percentage. They are happy to give a sample, vitamin C, to everybody who, I think you're going to give the details at the end, but my um, social media uh, is all the bliss method. So if they like and comment on there, we will send out a free um, vitamin C to everybody. So how do they, because we are in the last little part here, how do they connect with you to get a free sample and be one of the three? Um, If they um, put a comment, I will put a post on uh, Instagram tomorrow and that will be on Facebook also. Both of those are the bliss method. And if everybody... The the bliss method. The bliss method. If everybody likes and make a comment saying they would like that, I will just at random get somebody to pick three people's names and that's how I will do it. That's the fairest way I think I can do it. Um, Okay, perfect. And then I'll also post on... Um, I'll also post how, you know, the bliss method and how you can get hold of Sally Ann as well on my Facebook page. And that falls under bonniebonadeo.com forward slash free dash gifts. And that will provide a connection right to Sally Ann as well. We'll make a post on that for Facebook too. So you can find her on her Instagram accounts. Um, Is it Instagram and Facebook? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I'm also, the one thing I'm really powerfully doing is collaborating with all women who are passionate and experts in their field and teaming up with them and doing talks and workshops and supporting each other. I'm all about women raising up really truthfully, being individuals in ourselves. Yes, I would love to collaborate with you on an event in Sedona. So let me know when we can further talk about that and bring some women together um, and uh, and men. I mean, it doesn't have to be exclusive to women here for this, but bring yeah. some people together for a, uh, for a more experiential um, a healing event in Sedona. Definitely. This is the perfect place for it. I shall look forward to, to that. Um, perfect. So everybody find Sally Ann on The Bliss Method on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then she's offering the three people this one-on-one personal consultation. But if you tap into her and um, request a free sample, she's working with a company that's developing some fa- fantastic products that um, she can provide um, a sample to you as well. So Sally Ann, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I'm going to, I want to really definitely connect with you and and further the conversation um, so we can continue to keep sharing with um, our live listeners and um, those online listeners 
and how to continue to keep influencing this mind, body, spirit approach to living a healthy, amazing, joyful life. Yeah. And I'm giving away free information every day on my social media, sharing with everybody. Perfect. If they follow, they can get snippets every day, their daily dose of the bliss method. Perfect. Daily dose of the bliss method. Thank you, Sally Ann. Sally Ann Bliss. And join us next week. We're going into empower more empowering women here to be able to tap into um, how to be your best. And next week, we're actually going to be interviewing the photographer that took pictures of me this year. And I got to tell you, I don't like my pictures taken, but she somehow captured this essence of me that I just started crying because she really cared and she was so easy to get along with that. It was a, it was a beautiful session. Uh, I got some beautiful pictures out of it. Um, and I feel inc- incredibly empowered using these pictures to um, share with my audiences and with the programs and, and branding pieces that I'm putting together. So you'll be able to hear from Jean next week on the show. And as always, everybody, remember to be you and beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.